Yo, what is up and welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, including my own, who is always a constant support system for me, my biggest fan and an amazing person. I love you, mom. And today's episode is dedicated to the moms out there as I talk about how to fix things, which moms are very good at. Well, to tie it all together, I'm fixing the Los Angeles Lakers in today's episode. They already got the first piece of the puzzle right in my eyes, which I'll talk about. Next piece of the puzzle is free agency and the draft and trade market. I will run through all of this and how to build a powerhouse to compete with the Warriors, Rockets, um, Nuggets, Trailblazers, Thunder, and just be a powerhouse in the West. All of that on today's episode of Ambitious, right after a short word from our sponsors. So right kind of from the most recent thing, yesterday, I'm recording this on Mother's Day, so yesterday was Saturday, Frank Vogel was hired as the new head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, and Jason Kidd was hired as his assistant head coach in a prominent role. I love this. Um, One of my friends, Adam, who's been on the show before, immediately texted me after Vogel was hired, and kind of joked about, oh my god, Vogel's a bad decision. Well, if you really look into it, Vogel alone isn't a great decision. And I will immediately admit that having Vogel versus having Ty Lue, Monty Williams, Juwan Howard, or even Luke Walton isn't great. But pairing Frank Vogel with Jason Kidd is a dynamic duo that is, in my eyes, better than what you would have had with Lue, Williams, Howard, or Walton. In my head, the Lakers had a perfect backup plan for Lou and the Lakers hitting an impasse in contract talks because the reason there was an issue was, yes, Lou wanted more years. He wanted to be there for five years and not just the years that LeBron was going to be there. So when that hit a you know, bad point, Lou still wanted to build his own staff, but the Lakers were basically forcing Vogel and Kidd on him. So or having Kurt Rambis on the staff. And I will talk about Rambis a little more in a second. But Vogel and Kidd together essentially are a great duo because Vogel is good with defensive minutes. He's good with the um, game planning, all of that side of basketball. Kidd is going to be good at developing the players, having someone on the staff who is a... Former head coach who knows the drill, him and Vogel have both been head coaches before. They'll know how to work off each other and work with each other and work with the players. But also, Kidd has developed young players in Milwaukee and can help in the development of Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, and Hart. If they're still there, along with the draft pick, I presume that they will end up getting. So, having Vogel and Kidd in my eyes was a great decision by the Lakers front office that, although is in shambles right now, they still managed to pull out a good decision. Talking about the front office, you cannot be remiss without mentioning Kurt Rambis, who now all of a sudden has a prominent role within the Lakers organization. It was noted on the herd the other day that, you know, a big step in why the Lakers could struggle is Kurt Rambis. I think the opposite. Rambis eventually is going to get an official title within the organization, it seems apparent, as he was kind of running the head coaching search with Buss and Palenka. And I think Palenka was a smart option, and I think the idea that you'll have Vogel and Kidd will also help with everything, because Palenka is not really well-liked around the league. Not a lot of people like him because he was an agent and he pissed people off, and not a lot of people like him because as a GM, he's already pissed people off. Having Vogel and Kidd, who are personable, um, down-to-earth guys coaching on your staff, will kind of make things a little better. 
Rambis is similar to Palenka, where not a lot of people in the league like him, but he's not a dumb guy. He gets made out to be a little stupider than he actually is. This was a great decision on his half. I think in his eyes, he wanted to be on the coaching staff if Ty Lue did it, if he wasn't going to have Vogel or Kidd on the staff. Now, he'll still have a prominent role within the organization, but now Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd get to coach their team the way they want. And I think LeBron probably had an input in it, and even if Ty Lue was probably his choice, he still gets a great coaching tandem in Vogel and Kidd with Vogel being the head coach and Kidd being the assistant coach. I think it's a great move by the Lakers and a good first step into turning the corner within the organization that's kind of struggled since the Mitch Kupchak, Byron Scott, um, now Luke Walton days. And it's a good way to um, move on from the era of having an unproven head coach and now having two guys who, and Frank Vogel, who'll be your main head coach and has coached the Pacers and did really well, and the Magic where, yeah, he didn't have a lot of pieces and he still made it work pretty well. And Jason Kidd, who, you know, struggled but did well with the Bucks in developing young talent. I think it's a good duo, and I'm really excited about it as a Laker fan. With that said, the coaching staff is not enough to win them a championship. You have a key piece in LeBron who, when healthy, was one of the still the best players in the league last year. If he can stay healthy this season, that's a big key to the team. So, with that said, when him, Kuzma, and Ingram were on the court, they had a net rating differential that was fourth best in the league. They were going to be a high seed in the conference, but with injuries and other question marks, including Luke Walton's minutes differentials, it kind of took the trains off the tracks. So now you have LeBron, you're going to have Kuzma, you're going to have Ingram, you're going to have Lonzo healthy. So presumably, that's a decent starting four guys right now but LeBron just proved this season. He needs a star to actually be a powerhouse because even at their best, yes, they beat the Warriors. Congratulations, you beat one team. It took LeBron getting injured and everybody getting banged up after it to beat them where the Warriors walked out of it and are now onto the Western Conference Finals. So who really won the matchup in that sense? In my eyes, they need a star. And I think it's evident without, throughout the league and even LeBron's eyes and Rich Paul of Clutch Sports' eyes that they need a star in this organization to pair with LeBron. So the question becomes, who will that star be? I'm going to answer that in the next segment, which will be kind of the star search and then the supporting cast search. So I covered the need of LeBron to have a star with him a little bit, and I tapped on the fact that I will go in-depth with that in this segment. And with the coaching staff and the front office kind of in a good position, LeBron needs that star. And to me, it comes down to two guys, Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis. The thing that kind of separates Kyrie from Le- or from Anthony Davis is that LeBron and Kyrie have that relationship where they've played together before. They know how they play off one another. They've won a championship with each other. And arguably, they'd have better pieces now than they had together in Cleveland and could essentially be that powerhouse in the Western Conference that LeBron needs to have around him and to make a push for the Warriors or the Rockets or any of the Western Conference teams, essentially. So I think Kyrie going to L.A. would fit well with LeBron. I think they obviously have kind of learned the lesson that they need each other. LeBron has not had that star around him since Kyrie left. And you can say Kevin Love's a star, but Kevin Love was banged up that last year in Cleveland mentally and physically. So when he went to L.A., he still didn't have that star. He just had that second option of Kuzma or Ingram or Lonzo, 
and that wasn't really enough. So with that said, having LeBron and being able to pair him with a star is essential. And having Kyrie in Cleveland worked, but Kyrie wanted to go by himself, and he learned his lesson in Boston that, oh, wait, I can't be the single player because it doesn't work out well, and I miss LeBron, and LeBron misses me. It's like when you break up with your ex-girlfriend, and then you date someone else, and you realize, oh, crap, we were better together. We need to get back together. And I think Kyrie and LeBron are slowly learning that. And I think that L.A. would be the best first option for Kyrie, and the Knicks would be the second option. I think that L.A. should go all out in their push for Kyrie to pair him with LeBron because you know it works. It's proven that it will work. You get them a better supporting cast when you have Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, Hart, or and your lottery pick that you'll get. Um, and you'll have those players around them that they can play off of. I think it would be the best situation if Kyrie went to L.A. And I think pairing LeBron and Kyrie would be the best move for everyone. So that's option A. That's the best option, and pairing along with that would be potential of Lonzo being on the trade market, which in my eyes makes the most sense. I think Lonzo, my bold prediction, won't be a Laker by the end of the summer. I think Lonzo fits well with LeBron, but if Kyrie's there, his role is going to be diminished, and he's not going to want to be a backup. He'll request a trade, and I think it's better for both the Lakers and Lonzo's camp to move on from his time in, as a Laker and to go somewhere where he can get his minutes and the Lakers can get an asset in exchange for him, whether that be a draft pick or a veteran or young player that they can kind of fit into the organization well. So that's option A. You get Kyrie, you have that supporting cast, you get a good pick with the lottery pick, and you trade Lonzo. Option B would be LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Jimmy Butler. Here's how this would work. Anthony Davis becomes a Laker in a trade that would probably give up one of Kuzma Ingram, or everyone except one of the Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, Hart group. So you'd say keep Hart and trade away Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, and likely your first rounder this year. That would probably be enough to get Anthony Davis. And then you'd have LeBron and Anthony Davis and monetary room to make another move where you could potentially sign someone like Jimmy Butler. In my eyes, yes, this is option B, but this would be a good option as well because, yes, Jimmy Butler and LeBron and Davis have never played together, but they their styles would work together. I think LeBron and Anthony Davis by themselves, which is option C, which I'll get into in a sec, would not work as well as LeBron, Davis, and Butler because I feel like Butler will make the trio more well-rounded you have your shooter you have your big man who can be a shooter and a you know inside game in LeBron and then you have Anthony Davis who can be your big man who can also shoot I think it's a great trio and I think it would be a great option B and I think that you'd be able to keep someone like say Josh Hart and then your first for next year and still have that kind of situation around the team where it's you're gonna still have assets and you'll still have a solid team, and you'll still have that big three that could challenge in the Western Conference. The problem with that that doesn't make it as good as Kyrie and LeBron is that you don't know how well they'll play together. Separately, yes, their playing styles on paper would mesh, but together you don't know what they could be. So it could go up in flames, or it could be a great decision. And also, there's not 100% certainty this could happen because the Pelicans' front office and the Lakers' front office went on 
bad terms. But there was an overhaul on both sides of front offices, things have changed, and it's a realistic possibility that a deal could be struck between L.A. and New Orleans. With that said, I don't see this happening, but I would be happy as a Laker fan if this were to happen because I feel like this is the second best situation for everyone in the organization. But my option C would be landing Anthony Davis and not Jimmy Butler and having to go for like a veteran like a J.J. Redick or a DeAndre Jordan to pair with them. And you still have that one of the four young ones of Hart, Lonzo, Ingram, or Kuzma, and you still have that lottery pick. So in my eyes, this would be a good decision, but it's not the best decision. Obviously, getting a big three or having LeBron and Kyrie are all better options. But getting Anthony Davis and LeBron is still having two stars who are going to be able to do well as long as they can have shooters around them. That could be a really good group, and it's not a bad option C. It's a good option. But the only problem with it is you don't know how LeBron and Anthony Davis will play together, and you don't know if Anthony Davis and LeBron could cause dissension within the organization and have drama. But they both have the same agent in Rich Paul. They both come from Clutch Sports. And it could work out well. But it's not the best option, and I think that's why it would be option C. I will get into option D, the bold option, and the last resort, all after another break. So option D, the bold option, the bold move that would make the Lakers, not going to say relevant, but well-rounded. And being able to kind of preserve the structure of the organization and not, I, I don't know how to word this, I guess be able to keep the organization safe for the long haul. Yes, you might not win a ring. Yes, you might not go all out, but it would be a full rebuild, tearing down the walls and starting over and being able to keep Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, your lottery pick this year and a and Josh Hart and keep that kind of young group that you had with Luke Walton before LeBron got there, but also add another piece that's not LeBron because in option D, the bold option, LeBron gets traded. I don't see this happening. LeBron has too many ties to LA now to leave, and there would, it would create such a firestorm in the NBA, and I can't see it happening. But with that said, it's the bold move, it's option D, and it's if LeBron gets pissed off that they don't get a star. So what happens in this situation would be LeBron gets traded to any of the teams within the lottery. You get another lottery pick in a loaded draft class to pair with your already lottery pick and your young assets of Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, and Hart. So you have your four young players you already have. You get two lottery picks, and you have still that max lot you could fill where you could get a Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler, one of these stars that want to play on their will be the lead piece. So you could get someone like a shooter, like a Kemba Walker or Clay Thompson or a big man like a DeMarcus Cousins or some kind of star to pair with your young assets. And then you have a well-rounded team. This is option D because it's not realistic. But if it happens, it could work. Because, yes, you get LeBron out, and this is assuming that LeBron's the problem. Then you have Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, Hart, and your two young players and a potential max slot or a couple good veteran players. You could build a well-rounded team, but there's no saying 
how well it will work. There's a lot of moving pieces, and this is all assuming that the Lakers organization would be okay letting the biggest star on the team and that they've had since Kobe Bryant leave. It would create an NBA firestorm. It would shake up pretty much the whole climate of the NBA and make things go wild because also LeBron, even at the age he's at, would probably demand more than just a lottery pick. It would probably be a pick this year, a pick next year, and a pick the year after. It would be a big package that it would be needed for LeBron. So you could say, like, oh, trade him to the Knicks and have him with KD and Kyrie that way and then get, like, Zion. But that's an unrealistic situation because the Knicks, I think, would probably rather have a young player in Zion to build around or whatever team gets the first overall pick because it could not be the Knicks and then having Kyrie and KD around him. So, yes, that's a possibility, but I don't think that he would... He would still get the big market, but I don't think he would want to go to New York, and I don't think the Knicks would want him. So it would be a tough case to try to find a suitor for LeBron, and I think you'd be able to, but it's a big money deal. There's so many moving pieces that that's why this is option D, and I just don't see it happening, but the results would still be good for both sides. But with that said, I think any of these options would be the best case scenario for the organization. So even if you get option C where you have just LeBron and Davis, you still get LeBron that star because LeBron needs a star. That could be the title of this episode because LeBron just needs a star with him. He can't do this on his own, especially now he's getting older. He needs someone with him to carry the organization. And especially if you get someone like Kyrie or Anthony Davis, they can carry the organization after LeBron's gone. It's the best case scenario is to get a star for LeBron and get him locked down, even past when LeBron leaves. I think it's the best case scenario, and I think it is what has to happen. Or you get option D where you just trade LeBron, which I don't really see happening. But anything's better than what they have right now, because LeBron can't go into next season with four young players of Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, the lottery pick, And then even Hart, so five young players and him, because then you're going to trust a 34, 35-year-old to carry your team and young players who haven't really proven themselves yet and have shown that they can't really play the best with LeBron. I think overall, something's got to change in L.A., and protesting around the Staples Center won't solve it, but doing something like getting LeBron a star or just helping LeBron, whether it be trading him or getting him a star, will improve the organization and that's the best case overall and that is the plan for the rebuild for the los angeles lakers thank you for tuning into my kind of rant slash plan blueprint blueprint for the los angeles lakers on today's episode next week come back here next weekend for a phenomenal episode of ambitious that you cannot miss remember you can tune in on spotify Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, give us a like and a good review in the Apple Podcast Store, and I'll see you next weekend for a new episode of Ambitious.